0: It's good to see you today. My name is Philip Thomas, pastor of Journey here in Elgin, Texas. And this is our journey through scripture. And uh, as we are now in the New Testament and the Gospels, we're um, building up to the triumphal entry that we'll talk about on Tuesday. And uh, last week, we kind of, or not last week, on Tuesday, um, we looked at the synoptic Gospels. So Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and uh, Jesus' journey through Judea as he's Going, uh, getting to the point where he'll enter into Jerusalem for the last time. Uh, we're going to look in John and kind of his um, build-up to Jesus uh, coming into Jerusalem. So we're, we'll be in John chapters 10, 11, and 12, um, and just part of chapter 12. Uh, so not not a whole lot today, but this is the the story of uh, Lazarus, which is a, a very key point in the Gospel of John. In fact, it's the last uh, kind of Big sign um, that Jesus is the Messiah. So in, in John chapter ten, starting in verse twenty-two, you have Jesus at the at a feast. the The tensions are rising. You can tell that the religious leaders are getting very frustrated with Jesus. Um, they ask him in verse twenty-four. It says then the Jews surrounded him, said to him, "How long do you keep us in doubt? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly." So they are—they are wanting Jesus to just come out and say, uh, "I am the Messiah. I am the Christ." The problem is, is that they don't—one uh, that they're looking to kill him already—but um, they also don't understand the type of Messiah or the Christ that he is uh, going to believe uh, be. Um, Jesus um, continues to say things that. Um, to them, sound like blasphemy, because he is claiming to be God. Um, you continue on at, uh, verse 27. Uh, Jesus says to them, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one, all right? So, very, very powerful statement there. Um, again, if they understood what the the Christ, the Messiah, uh, was that God had in mind, they would understand that he is telling them that he is the Christ by saying this. But they didn't interpret it that way. They interpreted it as blasphemy. So then in verse 31, it says, The Jews took up stones uh, again to stone him. And Jesus answered, Many good works I have shown you from my Father. For which of those works do you stone me? And they answered, For a good work we do not stone you, but for blasphemy, and because you, being a man, make yourself God. Um, And (laughs) Jesus uh, continues to uh, push back uh, on that. and He says in verse 37, If I do not do the works of my Father, do not believe me. But if I do, Though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and believe that the Father is in me and I in him. Um, they did not like that answer either. Um, so you can see the stalemate here. There's no way that Jesus is going to be able to prove to them that he is the Messiah, because their understanding of the Messiah is something completely different. Um, and they, they will never be able to get past the fact that Jesus is claiming um, to be God. Um, and that basically sets Jesus's earthly fate. Um, then uh, you, you continue. Jesus kind of leaves. He goes back to the place uh, where John had been baptizing outside of uh, Jerusalem, and then it says in verse forty-one uh, of chapter ten, then many came to him and said, "John performed no sign, but all the things that John spoke about this man were true," and many believed in him there. All right. So, so there are many who are starting to believe in Jesus that He is the Messiah. Now that is not the case in Jerusalem, but outside of Jerusalem, um, we are definitely seeing that. And then you have chapter eleven, um, that is the death of, of Lazarus. Lazarus is the brother of Mary and Martha. Mary and Martha are very close to Jesus. We've seen them uh, before. Um, they they love Jesus very much, and Jesus loves them, um, and is is close uh, to that family and they hear that he's sick um and and jesus decides i'm going to go there and he's kind of giving indications that this is going to be the the sign that uh, changes everything and i thought it's very interesting as you as you read all of this you know it's important to read the whole it's, it's a whole chapter of, of the ri- raising of lazarus from the dead um, and one thing that kind of jumps out to me in verse 12, it says, Then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get well. However, Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought that he was speaking about taking rest in sleep. So they don't want to go back because they know that the tensions are rising. Right? They want to protect Jesus. Then verse 14, Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sake that I was not there, that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go to him. So the disciples were kind of like, well, if he's just resting, then he's going to get better. So we don't have to go down there. And if he's dead, well, he's dead. We can't do anything about it. We don't need to go down there. Again, their concern is protecting Jesus. Um, Jesus is knows um, that his time is is coming. And and I, I love this. You know, as much as uh, um, Thomas gets criticized for being doubting Thomas, right, because he didn't see, he wasn't with the group after Jesus rose from the dead. Here he says in verse 16, then Thomas, who is called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. See, the, the disciples knew that things were getting serious. And I, I love the the loyalty, the love that Thomas clearly has says, you know what, if Jesus says we're going, we're going and we can just die with him. Um, So the disciples even recognized how challenging and dangerous things were becoming. Um, Then uh, uh, Jesus uh, gets there. He has an encounter with with Martha. um, And um, uh, Martha, you know, says, hey, if you would have just been here. um, And then Jesus says to her in verse 23, your brother will rise again and martha says i know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day so you know her understanding she was taking comfort in knowing that that god would would uh, bring lazarus to him at some point down the down the road but jesus said to her i am the resurrection and the life he who believes in me though he may die he shall live and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die do you believe this And she said to him, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who has come into the world. So an interesting kind of encounter here where Jesus is basically saying, I'm going to prove to you that I am the resurrection and the life. But Martha, you know, she gets criticized because she was the one working er, er, earlier, you know, and Mary was the one that was listening to Jesus. Um, But Martha clearly understands who Jesus is, that he is The Messiah. And this is before he raises Lazarus from the dead. She's still not expecting him to raise Lazarus from the dead. And yet what a powerful testimony that that she gives that you are the Christ, uh, the son of God who has come into the world, right? That that she, again, unlike the religious leaders, she recognizes who Jesus truly is. Um, Then Jesus encounters Mary, has a conversation with Mary, uh, this is where Jesus weeps because he, is, he just sees the the mourning and the grief um, and the, the gravity of the situation. And so he weeps with them. Um, but then he uh, goes to the tomb, says, take away the stone. Um, Martha and, uh, uh, says, uh, Lord, he's, he's going to be pretty stinky. Right? I love that, 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 that John uh, puts that uh, in the the account, um, you know, just to emphasize, no, he's been dead for four days, right? This isn't going to be pleasant. And Jesus uh, said to her, did I not say to you that uh, if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Now, they took stone away uh, from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes, said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And now that you always hear me, but because uh, of the people who are standing by, I said this that you may be- that they may believe you uh, you sent me. Now, when he had said this, he cried out with a little loud voice, "Lazarus, come forth!" And he who had died came out, uh, hand bound, hand and foot, with grave clothes. All right, um, just re- really cool um, uh, encounter here that Jesus calls Lazarus from the tomb. Um, and Lazarus comes out and, uh, and then they, uh, you see that this actually makes things worse in verse 45, then many of the Jews who had come to Mary and had seen the things Jesus did believed in him, but some went away. They told the religious leaders, um, and the religious leaders, if we let him alone, uh, like this, everyone will believe in him and the Romans will come and take away both our place and nation. All right? So just, uh, Pretty interesting uh, that they are uh, scared that uh, Rome is going to come and take power away from them because people are going to believe uh, in uh, Jesus. And then Caiaphas, uh, the high priest, said, "You know nothing at all. Nor do you consider that it is uh, expedient for us that one man should die for the people, and not that the whole nation should perish." Right? So they are justified. Why? What? what they're doing is, is for the best of everyone, right? We can, we can get rid of this one guy and yeah, maybe we don't really have the justification to do it, but we can do that. And that, w- because we need to save everyone else. And so now they uh, kind of send out their spies and said, uh, we need to find out when this guy comes close so we can see, seize him. And so then in John chapter 12, Um, verses 10 through 12, you see uh, Jesus has kind of come back to uh, Mary and Martha and he's dining with Lazarus. Um, And this is where um, Mary takes some very expensive perfume and uh, washes Jesus' feet with them. And uh, Judas says, wait, wait, we could use that to feed the poor, right? Kind of one of those things where actually he's been, he's just counting the dollars, um, and he's more concerned about uh, lining his own pockets at this point. Um, and Jesus says, no, what she is doing, she's preparing me for burial. The poor you will always have uh, with you, uh, but not me. And, and uh, you know, kind of an, again, interesting exchange. It's also shedding light on Judas and and who he truly is, that he has lost his way. Um, and then we have uh, the plot to kill Lazarus. So even even Lazarus, uh, the religious leaders are mad at him. Now, a great many of the Jews knew that he was there. This is verse 9 of chapter 12, um, but that he uh, might also see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. But the chief priest plotted to put Lazarus to death also, because on account of him, many of the Jews went away and believed in Jesus. Right? They just they can't have this Uh, believing in jesus anymore so we need to get rid of everyone associated with him which again makes it makes sense why thomas would earlier say well let's go down and die with him because they knew this was a possible reality all right so uh on tuesday we will look at the triumphal entry so let's look at matthew chapter 21 mark 11 luke 19 and into the first part of chapter 20 and then the rest of John chapter 12. All right, so we will look at that uh, on Tuesday. Hope you have a great weekend.